Why were you in Birmingham? Uh, visiting relatives. And what did you do to deserve that? Uh, not a lot. Because I remember last time it was either go to Birmingham or be assassinated. Oh that's yeah, where we, that's where we left. <laughs> Between a rock and a hard place. Yeah. So I, I I chose to go to Birmingham as opposed to being assassinated. Obviously. Did you decide straight away what you were going to do? Because <laughs> I would take some time to consider all the options. Um, but you mean all the options? There were only two. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I it, it was yeah it was all right. Went to um, a couple of museums and stuff like that. And museums. Uh, yeah, I went down a mine. <laughs> <laughs> dig, Why? Dig hole. <laughs> Why did you go down a mine? Um. Because I, I'm not sure, sure why. Why were you at a museum? What? Why were you at a museum? Why not? Why? It was the Black Country Museum in Birmingham. And it's like how how it used to be. Sort of in the, I don't know what era it was, 1900s, something like that. And so like they have like a... Did you not visit enough of those places when you were young? School trips, etc.? Well, not really. Well... What sort of school trips did you go on? We went to the Isle of Wight. <laughs> we went on tons of like museums and trips. And I remember once we went up... Well, it was when I was in primary school, actually. We went up to the top of a hill that's just outside my house where some actors had set up a pretend Highlander camp and came out and had a sword fight for us and stuff. A pretend Highlander camp? Yeah. Like, there's a river and a stream at, up the hills. You, just... you mean, like, like, actual, like, sort of... Scottish Highlanders, not like yes, I, I don't mean immortals. <laughs> <laughs> Christopher Lambert wasn't there. There was no beheading. Christopher Lambert, who originally tried to do a Scottish accent, I think, for MacLeod, because obviously he is supposed to be Scottish. And then they had that TV series, and the American tried to do a, a Scottish accent every so often, and then every so often he just wouldn't bother. Ah, uh, oh, dear. We need other random stuff to fill these bits of crap to start with. We do. We really do. Hello and welcome to the fourth Bringo Hurty podcast. I am Blighty and I'm joined, as usual, by Flick. Hello. <laughs> there was a bit can of a delay I do my, Can I do the intro first, next time? Yeah, you, yeah why not? Me. Welcome to Bringo Hurty episode four. Shut up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why don't you do the intro? I don't know. I think it's just to. sort of generally decided that, that I do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, next time you'll just get a rude, abrupt intro from me, then. <laughs> yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so... Here we are, after E3. Yes, it's all over. Thank In other God. words, there's nothing to talk about, <laughs> gaming-wise. Well... Until November. Uh, well, we're going to try, uh, but... It depends on, like, whose release dates you go by. I mean, there's quite a few things in um, September as well, I think. And things you're interested in, because, I mean, there is games out this week and next week. Well, there's, there's, there's quite a few things out, it just depends on whether or not we want to play them or not. 
Yeah, <laughs> but we can we can start with the usual business and then move on to what we're doing. Fair enough. With the main body of it. So, what have you been playing? Well, I've been down in Birmingham for the last week, but prior so to you've that, been trying to survive on rats and poisoned <laughs> water and avoiding getting mugged on every street corner. I don't like Birmingham. <laughs> <laughs> have you been? Uh, no, I would shoot myself in the head because I don't like the accent. <laughs> I think we've just um, erased a few listeners. Well, of the four that there the were, just, now I mean, three. I'm sure my accent annoys plenty of people. Perhaps. Can't help the things you're born liking and hating. I suppose. Yeah. So, but you took your PSP. I did. Yes. Um, I played an awful lot of Final Fantasy Tactics. Lots Which lots. everyone should play. It is very good, yeah. It was originally on the PS2, but never got released here for PSX, reasons. PSX, not are... PS2. Oh yeah, P- yeah, yeah. I'm not calling it the PS1, I refuse. Why not? PSX is stupid. That was the real original name. I know it was, but what did the X stand for? In fact, do you know what? I'm not going to call it the Wii anymore. I'm going to call X it the Revolution from now on. Tell no, me what the X stands wait, for. wasn't that the GameCube that was called the Revolution? Oh, I'm confused now. The X well, no one corrected you, so let's extreme. just pretend you were right. I mean, we don't check facts, so let's not start now. No, no, let's not. <laughs> yeah, so you've been playing Final Fantasy Tactics. Anything else? Anything on your phone or anything like that? <laughs> on my phone. Um, yeah, Plants vs. Well, Zombies. you've got lots of stuff on that. I've played, played lots of Plants vs. Zombies on my phone. Because that appeared for a ridiculous price on the 3DS store. It's it's it been updated since the last time I played it, right? And they've got like a Zen mm-hmm. Garden and Survival, but all these sorts of things that I swear weren't there before. Yeah, but they are new. The game doesn't seem to think that I've completed it, so Survival Mode hasn't unlocked. So I'm playing it through the second time round, where oh. it's locked out, like locked in certain like plants that uh, you know I have to use on a stage sort of thing. You know, to unlock we get it. Weird. sued for copyright if in the background I loaded it up on my phone quickly just to see if it's reset my <laughs> progress as well. <laughs> You could do that in the background. I mean, I'm sure if we, I'm sure if we talk over it, yeah, we can't get us on copyright for the do 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 do. That was a lovely rendition. <laughs> I have it all muted so I can play it during my lunch break at work. <laughs> every it's every game loud. on my phone is everything is muted so that at work at lunchtime I can fire up anything and while while talking to to Vicky at lunchtime I can just like sit and play Plants vs Zombies. It's never or... occurred to me I could just put the phone on silent. That works too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it yeah, says so Zen Garden opens, so that must mean I've got it. Hmm. No, wait, no, it says Adventure 1 1. It bloody has. Weird, eh? How peculiar. Uh, ugh. Okay, so. <laughs> so you've been playing that. So I've been doing that. Playing... Oh, before I, before I left, though, I did right. manage to finish off um, Tenchu and Battlefield Bad Company 2 and God knows what else that was on my list. So essentially, the backdated list. way through quite a lot. The back, the backlog is that down, down now, there is now down just to Final Fantasy, except for with the two free games I got from the PlayStation Network being down. Yeah, the welcome back. Thank you, Sony. So I have Infamous and uh, Dead Nation to play. Um, I did try Dead Nation out a little bit the other day, and it's mm-hmm. not really very good. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Is <laughs> it's just you tell you're not a reviewer. Did you ever play like a really, really old game? And I think they remade this for the um, Xbox Live Arcade, Alien Breed. Yes, I did. Yeah, I remember it being quite good, I think. It, it plays like that, except for those mm, games are better off has. left in your memory in the, the you know early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, that sort of stuff really doesn't play very well these days. 
I imagine with four people it could be quite interesting, but maybe. Um, yeah. I must remember and move around less because last time I can hear my chair squeaking every time I adjusted myself. <laughs> move around less. Yeah. So I've got nothing on in the background, so I'm in silence, and then I also need to practice not moving. Ulta, we're in silent running. <laughs> well, people get that reference, will they? I don't care. Good. N- neither do I. Who cares if people get our references or not? So, so I have been playing Infamous 2. Um, also, I had to do the review of it in the end. Ah, so you didn't get a review copy then? Yes, yes, but it's not right. Oh, you wouldn't. So um, some you postman know, is considered their Christmas come early. Can, I guess you wouldn't consider, you know, maybe sending it somewhere else. No. <laughs> <laughs> Just no. But if you've got a copy, the postman's nicked it. He's nicked it. Well, that's what, well, not to me, but Sony has sent a review code, but it just never arrived, along with the White Knight Chronicles 2. Oh. Which I was also supposed to review, but again, hasn't arrived. Hasn't arrived. I'd already, I'd already bought my own copy of Infamous 2 anyway, so I wouldn't have needed the code. That's what I mean, like, if it does arrive... Oh, never mind. You're not getting anything. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have any money. <sighs> So what else have you been playing other than Infamous uh, 2? Legend of Zelda, the Ocarina of Time 3D remake. The first 3DS game I've got that's actually in 3D. Now, see when I was down in Birmingham, the adverts for this were springing mm. up, and I was trying to explain to, to Vicky and her family <laughs> that you know it was like a, a really big game, and it was like, mm-hmm. it's not like that airy fairy yeah, save the princess sort of there. thing. It is, it is, a, is actually <laughs> a really good fun game to play. And I actually said that you know, if I had a 3DS, I would get it, but I wouldn't go out and buy a 3DS just for that. Does that seem about that right? That is the attitude a lot of people do have towards it that I've been speaking to, in fact. I mean, it, I suppose it's probably a shame, but at the same time, it's like, you wouldn't the want to buy a console no different, for... so, I mean, yeah. the 3D adds to it a little bit, but it gave me a headache, to be honest. So you just run it in 2D Because, I mean, well, no, I do use it, because I refused, I bought the 3DS, I'm playing in bloody 3D. <laughs> Even if it kills you. Eye cancer be damned. <laughs> but the the point is, Nintendo say you're supposed to take a break every 15 minutes. How I, long does the average Zelda dungeon last? That's a good point. I mean, when you think about it. that's The intro is about 15 minutes alone. Oh, they're cunning bastards. I've just figured it out as well. I've just figured the entire <laughs> the thing out, right? Plan. No this... wonder you're going to get assassinated. <laughs> if, if I die, this is the reason why, okay? Okay, okay. The yeah. 3DS... Has mm-hmm. that that headache, uh, mind killing, eye gouging problem, right? Yeah. Because if you're mm-hmm. blind, you're not going to notice how shit the graphics are on the Wii U or on any subsequent I Nintendo see. console. They can get away with shit graphics because mm-hmm. you can't see for shit. That it makes, makes perfect sense. It's it's perfect sense. Yeah. Those bastards. <laughs> I'm waiting for a single gunshot. <laughs> just for the line to go uh, dead. I'm looking around for little red and pointers. You hear, <laughs> you hear Mario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <dear. sighs> I wouldn't be a gunshot if it was Mario. It'd be a fireball. Yeah. Although you'd probably hear him coming a mile away. <laughs> it's me, you Mario! <laughs> and then the death music. Which I wish I could imitate. I can't even remember what death music's like. Ah. 
<laughs> that would be quite a good like intro, uh, not intro, um, interlude thing. No, Nintendo, they're the, they're the kind that would sue your ass off. Don't don't <laughs> risk it. In fact, don't put in me trying to do the death music because they'll come after me for that. <laughs> they after, are that bad after killing me for. Sussing out the plot. Yeah, and when they hear how badly we ripped apart their E3 conference, they will fuck us up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't I miss can't remember Nintendo. what we're talking about now. Oh, the things we're playing still. God, we're still on that. Yes, we are. That's because we still haven't got through everything. Although I think that's the two major things that I've been playing. You've not been playing anything else then, so really? <clears throat> uh, no, because I had to play Infamous 2 to get through it so I could do the review. Was it any good? Yeah, yeah, it was all right. It was better than the first one, but hmm. still not hugely different. Right. And okay. I we'll save the rest for the review then, will we? <laughs> well, I'll point out something I pointed out in the review because it it's one of those things I've noticed an annoying thing and then can't unnotice it. The new character model they've given for Cole looks so much like Wayne Rooney; it's distracting. <laughs> so it looks like a potato. <laughs> he does. <laughs> like, there's just certain moments that you wouldn't. You, you, if you showed someone, they would think it was Wayne Rooney. And once I noticed that, I kind of ruined the game. <laughs> I don't want to play as Wayne Rooney. <laughs> and uh, to link it to sort of what we've decided is roughly the main focus of this podcast, since there's absolutely nothing else to talk about, the moral choices in the game were very arbitrary. The same as in the first one, really. Like, if you want to be evil, one of the ways you can improve your evil karma is beat up street performers. But that's not evil. That's normal. Yeah. Or that could just be because my evil normal <laughs> balance is skewed. But um, Possibly. Yeah, so... But before we do get onto the main focus, just briefly say that next week, uh, Mercenaries 3D is out, which I'm looking forward to, and it is Wi-Fi compatible. Interesting. With 3DS, so I shall be playing that. See what that's like, multiplayer. I, I did do quite like the Mercenaries. Yeah, mini game. I, I enjoyed it. Like I mean, I had the one for the the PS3. Um, you know that con where it was already on the disc and you just paid like five oh, quid to yeah, unlock yeah, yeah. it. Um, mm-hmm. and it was quite good fun. Except good for old Capcom like doing that. Having it on the PlayStation meant that I was synced up with Japanese people and American people, and it was laggy as anything and unplayable. So. Go figure. I think that's all that's out next week. Need to start saving money for November. So it's, I'm glad <laughs> there's not that much out already. right now. So what is what is actually coming out in November? We've got, oh, got um, so many things. Modern Gears Warfare, War 3, Gears Saints of War, 3. Saints Row, yeah. Skyrim, yeah. Skyrim. Yeah. Um, I suspect that Dead Island will be out this year, but no date has been given. It just looks so done that I don't think they'll hold off till the next financial year. And we've also got um, uh, Dead Souls, Dark Souls, Dead Souls, De- De- Demons of Warmer, <laughs> Dark Dead Souls, Souls. Place shoes go to die. <laughs> Dark Souls. When's that? September, isn't it? No, I think that's. Oh, I can't remember now. Don't tell me it's November. This is why. This is why we don't research. No, I mean, why we'll we just, should research. Let's just say that it's September. And, Everything yeah. is out in November. Everything, even the stuff that's out next year, is out November this year. Yep, you heard you it go. here first. So that's why you need to save up. A lot of money for November. Everything is out in November. Yeah, and next year it's going to be September because everyone tries. Originally, it was get out for Christmas rush. Yeah. Now it's get out before Christmas rush, <laughs> and then it's going to keep on being sooner until in summer we're getting our Christmas games. And eventually, it'll go all the way back round again. Exactly. It'll just the cycle will repeat, so it's, it'll work itself out eventually. It works out quite comfortably for me because it I, I just tell people like 
I want this game for my birthday, I want this game for my birthday, and it, that works well for me, leaving me between now and whenever to save up for a new guitar. So. Ah, that's what you want. Yeah. Basically. Do you have any in mind in particular? Uh, off topic from gaming for a second, but I haven't really got anything in particular. Um, I plan to go. I was going to say we a... both play instruments there, but that would give two people far too much fodder <laughs> to use. Um, I'm not really sure, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I am think, mm. thinking of going down that sort of Fender Strat route that ah. a lot of people go down, but um, just because it's it's got that all around sort of use out of it. Whereas my my current Ibanez is a bit too metally for me now. You just call it Ibanez. Yes, I it's pronounced Ibans. <laughs> Ibans. That's how it's spelled. It's A B A. It's I. I B A N Z. I B A N E Z. Yeah, so Ibans. Not Ibanez or whatever the hell you said. Uh... That's like a Mexican name. <laughs> it's Japanese. <laughs> It's a Japanese brand, I'm pretty sure. Answers on a postcard. We don't we well, don't do is, any facts here. Yeah, we don't. People should know that by now. Yeah. <laughs> and though, this is where last week we did put in our first and only question we got from the public, our viewers. And there are, well, there's about a few hundred folk, which is ridiculous. Why are 300 or people of you wasting time on this? Uh, well, you say it's about 300, but I think in total it's been about 2,000 or something like that, I'm not sure. But I suppose across... across yeah. the, not counting however many people listened to the first upload of the very first one that you messed up. And yes, yes, yes. Um, who knows? So, so there is no questions any, No, there is no questions at all. Please do send us some, because when there's nothing like E3 to talk about, we really do need filler. So insult us or whatever you want and we'll happily insult you back. <laughs> Speaking of, I'm in the process of playing through the Transformers Dark of the Moon game. Right. Which is terrible, incidentally. Is it really that bad? Uh, yeah, I described it as the Chinese version of War for Cybertron. I thought it would just be the same as War for Cybertron, but different levels. And what it looks like is they've managed to lift as much... Like Hyman Studios, it's the same folk who made the WFC. They've tried to take as much as possible because they've been given no budget. Right. And a, and a crappy timescale to get this out as soon as possible, and it's just not any fun. Not tried the multiplayer yet, it might save it, but I'm going to finish playing through and uploading the campaign first. Anyway, the reason I was mentioning it is I got this comment on the video I've uploaded currently. It's Chapter 2, Part 2. Now, there's absolutely no grammar in this sentence and a lot of misspellings, but obviously I can't put this across, so... There never is any grammar in the comments on your channel, is there? No, it, it seems to be that way. So it says, You're awesome, too inseared me to strat doing videos. You're awesome, I prize to worship. <laughs> Please give me some hint on how to do stuff at begin of vid. Like, put name and stuff. Please, 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 please. I'm not even going to dignify that with a response. Should I embarrass the guy by saying his name? I don't. I don't understand. Mega Needy One Two Three. Carry on. What is he? What is he asking? He wants you to help him make a video, not like. I think, uh, like you know how at the start of the videos, I have the watermark yeah. for my name because there was a period where folks were stealing my videos and it was getting on my nerves. Yes. Oh right. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, you missed the perfect chance there to segue into a topic we'd prearranged and you missed it. 
<laughs> I, I thought that, but I after, thought you were jumping last, into it. After last time, you did such a good one as well. <laughs> I, can't, I can't remember what the good one was now, but you did the, a good one. The, the good one was where I, I sent you a text saying sex. Oh, yeah. The, the sex text. I still have the sex text. <laughs> Lovely. Mm-hmm. So I did want to talk about YouTube copyright. Oh yes, yeah, yes. I actually got one of these. I got yeah. one of these after like not really understanding you for however many months you you went on about it. I sort of mm-hmm. kind of got the idea, but didn't really fully understand it until I received one myself. And so, what video did you get one on? Oh, it was on. It was on one of the older ones. It was on one of. Oh, before the, you started doing gaming stuff, you mean? Yeah, it was on. It was on one of my older ones that I mm. I had removed. Um, yeah, it was. I think it was on like a Devil May Cry one that I did. Ah, so you basically just put a bit of music on it. Yeah, is that pretty much? Because mm. copyright is interesting on YouTube, especially after Google took over. Because when YouTube was YouTube, you could put any old crap on. <laughs> it didn't matter about copyrights because they didn't care. No. But Google, obviously, being such a big company, they have to care because everyone will go after them. Exactly. And what's interesting about the copyright is, say, I upload gameplay of anything. I don't own that video no. because it's co- it's copyright to the people who made the game, so technically people can steal it and upload it and and use it because I can't stop them. So that's why I started doing a watermark. <laughs> Actually, I used to do a terrible intro, and I'm sorry it ruined our War for Cybertron <laughs> playthrough because I stuck it at the start of every part. Yeah, so that's why I now do the little. It just flashes up a little bit and doesn't interfere. Yeah, you just have it slightly. Um yeah. What's the word? Um, transparent, opaque. opaque. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Yes. So anyway, yeah, now but now there's three types of copyright claim that can get made on any video. The first is a legitimate one, and as an example, one of my convict the, the video I did of the conviction demo, oh, right. Ubisoft claimed copyright on that. I assume because of the cutscene in it. Now, technically, I think under fair use, I could probably get the ads on that removed, but I didn't bother because it is their game, so. You know, yeah. I'm not earning anything off it. I don't care if they are. Yeah, fair enough. The second type of claim is from a legitimate corporation that has an illegitimate claim. So, for example, IGN loves to think it owns copyright on trailers of games, which they <laughs> do not. So if you've uploaded a trailer and IGN has claimed copyright, you can dispute it and you will win. Yeah. And in fact, if anyone is especially interested about any of this subject get in contact because I have a sort of a an, a sentence I always use if I dispute a video copyright claim I just have it saved and I just need to alter the name of the video and who's making the claim and I just paste it in <laughs> and so far it has never never failed, failed you mm-hmm. you should start charging people so there's also a sort of subcategory yeah I could do it actually send me your money <laughs> so also within that there's companies that aren't associated with games at all that still, they just go after videos and make claims and because they're, they sound like a proper company, the person whose video it is might be too scared to try and dispute it because oh, no, they might get in trouble. So for example parts of my Heavy Rain playthrough got copyright claims on them by Quiz Group Media Okay <laughs> And there, I think there was another one called D-U-L-A or something like that and I did some looking into this because I thought oh maybe they own music or something from that section of the game right. no, they are just companies that spend their time claiming copyright on YouTube videos 
so that the ads that then get forced onto the videos gives them money for your I figured views. that that would probably be working somewhere as like the, the purpose behind making these claims is it's obviously got to be yes. down to getting an advert on it so that they can get money from it. Exactly. It isn't just to annoy you, although that then comes to the third category, which is individual people do it for that reason. Just to piss you off. Well, no, they, to get ads on it, and then they get the money from those ads, ah. even if they're just a guy. So that is why you always have to be careful with your videos. Yeah, because somebody will try and make money out of your work, mm. essentially. I mean, it might not be your property, but, for example, you know, we put together uh, an interesting video. Somebody wants to, to watch it. Let's say, say for mm. example, the Portal 2 stuff. We put it together so that people can watch it back and, you know, laugh yeah. at how how badly that we, some of us played certain sections of that game. Um, uh, excuse I don't like the way you worded that. Who did most of the work? <laughs> I think it was about a 50-50 split there. I think you are incorrect, but well, carry on anyway. If anyone wants to dispute that, they can go to your channel and, and, and find out. And watch the playthrough and decide, but, even though you yeah. ended up with more points. Yes. So, Somehow. So yeah, you put something together like that. Now, technically, mm. it's you know Valve's property because it's you know their game. But yeah. you know, you've put the work into to getting that recorded and edited and all that sort of stuff. And you know, even the playthrough, you know, you're adding that entertainment value to to the recording. So you yeah. don't want somebody else coming along and going, ah, I'll just have that so that you know people go and hit that video and I'll get money out of it. Fair enough if it was you, but mm-hmm. you know, for somebody else to come along and do that, it's a bit you know, ridiculous. Yeah, it's both them trying to get money off of your work and also ruining your video with putting the, ads all the, over. The internet's going to hell in a handbasket over the, <laughs> over the last... Honestly, the viruses and everything... Oh, that's the other thing that's happened in between the last podcast and this. That oh yeah, you managed fucking, to infect your PC. That fucking virus that somehow got on. Oh, yeah. Somehow? A, oh, I was watching a Have Space you checked Ghost. your Google history to see what Vicky's been typing into? <laughs> it happened after I watched that Space Ghost video. It was streamed from Daily Motion. Now, I used to visit Daily Motion mm. quite a lot for like streaming TV shows and stuff. Um, but yeah, it was quite nasty. It's been a while since anything like that's managed to get onto the PC. But uh, and I never did. No, I, I mean not well on this PC. That's the first of anything mm. hitting it. So um, yeah. Anyway, the purpose of this is. Well, we already spoke about it, moral choices in games. Yes. Lots of games do it, and most of the time it's in a very lazy, boring way. It's becoming more popular. I mean, uh, it, it is it becoming used... more popular to have good and evil choices, but they're so ridiculous. It's between being Satan and being God. <laughs> it rather it, it than used to, it used to usually end up being just the sort of, um, I don't want to say beardy, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, you do. <laughs> you like seeing beardy. It used to just be sort of fantasy. I bet the, kid, I bet the kids today don't say beardy anymore. I can't even remember where I picked it up from. Probably from tabletop gaming or something Would like that. Would you like to describe what it means or just not care about people understanding? Beardy is geeky, but not in like the traditional, just sort of all round geeky. It's sort of people that really, really like the lore yeah, of. Very specifically, like, that, yeah. that angle. The would, lore angle. Yeah, the, it's it's a very specific type of sort of geeky, nerdy sort of thing. I think it's called fluff. Today. Fluff is that, is that the, what it's called these days? It's referred it? to as just the the fluff, the backstory, the that fluff. kind of stuff. Hmm. The yes. fluffy stuff. Well, anyway, so it used to be that the, the the sort of games that were very heavy on the the beardy fluff, 
<laughs> that's that's going to be my new term, beardy fluff. Beardy fluff. Yeah, it used to be games that were heavy on the beardy fluff that that you know had a lot of the sort of moral choices, but now it seems like everything is is getting given it. In some cases, it's it's working quite well, but as you say, There's a few occasions it's been really good. Yeah. But as you say, there are, people are just trying to chuck it into absolutely every mm. game these days, and in a lot of cases, you're either being Satan or you're being God. In the first Infamous, it wasn't so bad. I mean, most of the choices were, as I said, arbitrary, so they just were an excuse to block you from certain powers. But they weren't so extreme. It was either selfless or selfish, and that he, wasn't so bad. Even even like if you look at like block that where you talk about blocking out powers and stuff. I've not even played the mm-hmm. first Infamous. I've not read anything about it, looked at any videos, anything at all. I've got it stored on the hard drive, ready to play, mm-hmm. but. I haven't looked at any of it, so I didn't even know that that was an element to the game. So, oh, <laughs> so there you go. But um, go back like to the old Star Wars games, the Jedi Knight oh, ones. Oh, like Jedi, yeah, Jedi Knight, and Jedi cast. Even so. even if you looked at it from that sort of point of view, you could lock yourself out of you know any of the the dark sort of force powers, like force lightning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. If you um, if you went like heavy down the the, the sort of the oh, what am I trying to think? The light side of the force. <laughs> The pussy route. The pussy route, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I always went for the lightning and, and all that sort of stuff. It's much more fun to... By the time they made the Jedi, Jedi Academy games, they let you balance in both, which I quite like. They let you be neutral. Hmm. Like, where the objective was to find the balance. Blah, blah, blah. Because powers aren't inherently good or evil, which is what more games should listen to. Infamous, for example. <laughs> powers are not good or evil, it's how you use them. I see. Uh, as Deb um, demonstrated in the video I did for, to be included in the review, I was totally 100% good, had all the good powers, and yet I used it to blow cars all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. That sounds about right. Mm. So, Space Marine. <laughs> <laughs> Don't start that again. I want to say that at least once in every podcast we do. And make sure that it gets kept in. So you, See, I, I was, you have to I was bridge to, that with, with good stuff. I was trying stuff. to think of good examples of like moral choices in games so I thought well that's, that's pretty good but the problem there is spoilers and that's kind of put me off doing that because for example I won't go into details but the, f- the choice you make at the end of the pit DLC for Fallout 3 I thought was brilliant I can't actually remember well I could always tell you and then you could just edit out or play soothing music for a few seconds while I say it God. Yes. Do you know that you could just end the music and then we could say, yeah, that was a really good one. And then folk will wonder and then we'll earn some obsidian money by plugging their game. Yeah. Not that that happens very often. Not that glitch-tastic. I love... So can you think of any examples? Hopefully, ideally from quite a while ago so that, you know, if folk haven't played it by now, they're never going <sighs> to. See, that's something we should have planned ahead. At least I tried to plan ahead. You didn't. I, d- I didn't, no. Not really at no. all. Um, I did have sort of stuff on the forefront of my head, but it's all sort of gone now. Um, oh, um, Mass Effect. There's one or two quite good ones in the first game. Is there? I mean, I've played through the first yeah. one, but... I can't really the think of any of major... The choice of who to sacrifice 
comes to mind. Oh, well, yeah, I mean, there's plenty of occasions in, in Mass Effect where, you know, you could play through a section and you could go to the effort of, like, saving a whole bunch of people and, and you know, getting the reward for doing so, but... You know, it it. I find it's always easier to be a bastard and just kill everybody. And it, it, at the same time, it's like <laughs> I, I do distinctly easier. remember, like quite early on in the game, when you first start sort of getting sort of free roaming element of it, that you mm-hmm. get to like this place and all these people are holed up and there's all this stuff going on. I won't spoil anything in particular, but basically, I wiped them all out, <laughs> killed them all because <laughs> I wanted I wanted the experience. I wanted to level up. <laughs> so and it's it's easier that. Way easier in every way, except at night when you put your head on the pillow and you hear those I was, screams. I was just weighing, you know, weighing it up in the balance. On you know, the one side you've got human life, and on the other side you've got it's XP, like you've got experience <laughs> points, yeah. and experience points always wins. So, well, on that subject, I have a question for you. Right? Who is Jesus Christ? What did he do? Where is he now? Um, is this rhetorical? <laughs> Good God, no! I don't. I don't know him personally or anything. I mean, I might share the same initials, but that's as far do as it goes. Do you know his mobile phone number? Say that again. <laughs> do you know his mobile phone number? Um. Wait. Let me just check my phone. I've got Domino's. Is that the same close thing? Close enough. Close enough. Close enough. Yeah. See, in relation to this morality discussion, I got handed a leaflet by. By handed, do you mean like it was forced upon you? I was on the clock at the time, as in I was at work, so I had to be nice. <laughs> I would not have accepted it had I... Whoa, 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 wait a minute. So you're working in a store, somebody comes in and hands you... You can't You can't do that. It's the second time something like that has happened. The first time was Samaritans. This you're time not, something you're not allowed to do that. Different. You can't do that. Well, it did. But she didn't just come in and do that and walk away. It was her accent was really hard to place it was like Irish but at the same time it sounded like there was a bit of American in there as well it was weird and okay, I, she was I want to sort of segue over here ever so slightly okay alright right, go on do go do, on. do people like come in and try to sell you stuff then essentially I mean that's what it is if somebody comes in and gives you a bit of you know a leaflet of some sort that's them essentially trying to sell you something you're at work yeah they're trying, trying to sell their faith yeah basically which I have a problem with. But does that does that happen like while you're? I mean, like that never happens to me at work. It doesn't really. I know <laughs> it rarely happens, but it does happen. I mean, the fact that it's happened twice in say a year and a half. Um, that that can't be right. I, I think it possibly is legal, but you know, it still happens. The more you know. So anyway, yes, yeah, this this woman I was chatting away to, and then as she left, she sort of turned to me with this leaflet in her hand clenched between her hands and she passed it into me and sort of pushed it quite forcefully and she said God forgives you for all your sins Christ be with you and then walked out How does she know that you were a sinner bastard? If I wasn't on the clock I would have said something like well, he doesn't mind I did all those murders sweet <laughs> <laughs> just, just to wind her up I would quickly point out that although I am an atheist and I do have a problem with most mainstream religions I do not have a problem with faith as long as someone doesn't try and force it on me. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would probably, you know, agree with that. I, it's not that I have a problem. I think it's more the sort of organised religion I have an issue with. I don't yeah. have so it's much just, of an yeah. issue with, with like people having their faith and having their religion. Yeah. Just as long as it doesn't encroach on me. 
Exactly. They can do what but they this, want. This woman I am speaking about, she encroached to a degree that made me blind with rage, <laughs> quite <laughs> frankly. But what was that phrase that you had in the last podcast? It makes me want to murder death kill. That's it. <laughs> murder death kill, exactly. <laughs> Which is very. I mean, I'm assuming. I'm assuming this must be a leaflet. I've got it in my hands, incidentally, in case you hear me laughing around something, because I kept it for a reason I'll go into in a second. It doesn't actually say on it what faith it is for, but I think it must be Catholic. But I could be wrong, so don't take offence to that, please. It doesn't actually say, Um, like... It doesn't, and now I'm going to describe to you what it looks like, and then there's also one... There's one... Anyway, right, okay. On the front cover, there's a woman standing at... Oh, I think I should take pictures of this so we put it on the blog afterwards just to prove that I'm not making this up. Right, okay. Because it will sound ridiculous. There's a woman on the front sort of looking very happy with her arms in the air. She's standing in a field of flowers and in horrible red, huge red font with three exclamation marks it says, What the blood of Jesus can do for you. (laughs) That's the front page. (laughs) Okay. And then you get on the inside, and you know, it's fairly typical stuff. Those questions, those three questions I asked you, like, who's Jesus, etc., that's what it says here, and then it gives you the answers. Wait, wait the it tells you what his mobile number is? Oh, oh sweet. <laughs> Water into wine. Yeah, yeah. And then it has a nice poem, etc., you know, that's... I've, I've seen leaflets I have before. Fairly, fairly normal. Wait, 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 what, it what does it say his mobile number is? One. That was a very clever joke. If I do say so myself. His number is one. Yeah, because he, he had the first number. He didn't come never, here. Never mind. But, no, but even if you follow that he logic, it, he should be at least, <laughs> like, later... I mean, you've got, like, Adam the and Eve that were there before one. that. So <laughs> they would have the first. Oh, for the love of God. <laughs> he said ironically. <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> right, okay. The thing I wish to draw attention to is on the back page of this, you know, after all the poems and all the the, the fairly sane information, I would say, if you're into <laughs> fairly sane. that kind of stuff. Right. There's this red-fonted paragraph at the end, and above it is what I described to you in a text as batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a paragraph. It says, If God, by his Holy Spirit, has spoken to you personally... And if you are anxious to have your sins washed away by the blood of Jesus, then the following prayer may be helpful to you. Now the bit that kind of made me have the batshit crazy reaction was they're asking if God has spoken to you personally. (laughs) They're asking if you are mentally ill, essentially. (laughs) That doesn't strike me as a reasonable faith. (laughs) That sounds to me like a cult quite frankly for people that hear voices if I was a Catholic or a Christian or whatever I'd be insulted if I was given this or seen giving this out (sighs) I'm not going to read out the prayer incidentally but it's ridiculous and I just I could not believe that statement on the back that they want folk who think God has spoken to them directly to get in contact I wonder, like, the sort of success rate that they get from these sort of pamphlets and stuff. I mean, like, we see that sort of thing come through our door every once in a while, and mm. the thing that usually comes to, to my head is that, you know, there are a lot of people around here that, you know, aren't necessarily all from the same, you know, faith and background and so on. So, mm-hmm. I mean, m- me myself, I don't have any religion whatsoever, so it, it's not, like, it's not, a, it's not offending me or anything, it's just irritating. But... 
you know, you may have somebody down the block that you know is is a Muslim or you know, or a Sikh. Or, They're or a, common yeah, in this era. exactly. exactly. And, and they'd be quite insulted, I would imagine. Exactly. You know, you have these people that when come we were, to the door and they we want to come in. And um, in primary school and secondary school, we it was still a time where you were mandatorily forced to go to church once a year. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That luckily it doesn't happen now because they have finally respected other religions. But yeah, when we were young, we had to go to church. I wonder what the rules are then on like, like Christmas trees now. and stuff. On what? Sorry. Like Christmas trees at school. Oh, you know, getting onto the subject of schools <laughs> banning stuff would fill five podcasts. <laughs> but we're supposed to be talking about games, morality, and games. You, on a side, on on like on a side to this this particular conversation. The day um, they banned conquers is the day I lost faith in our race. Oh. We we used to get an awful lot of um, Jehovah's Witnesses when um, I lived in the same town as you did. Um, mm-hmm. They used to come around the flat fairly regularly, I think. Um, I'm yeah, not they, sure whether they, or not it was that area the, was targeted uh, for people that <laughs> might be you know inclined to, to you know join in. But mm-hmm. one day I got kind of sick of it <laughs> to a certain <laughs> extent, where I I then went to. No, I was in the. Can third I can I just stop you briefly to ask how offensive is this going to be? Not really offensive. It's not. It's not like I, I did anything particularly bad. Um, okay. Okay. Nothing, carry on. nothing carry that on. would warrant me being I just, arrested. I just wanted anyway. to make that sure. <laughs> so okay, yeah, after, after being like particularly arced about, I think I was playing something like Gears or something like that, and someone came to the door, and then it was all that sort of no, I'm not interested. You know, goodbye, all that sort of nonsense. After finally getting rid of them, um, I went back through to my room, and I was on the third floor <laughs> of the flat. I just my window you telling me this. <laughs> my window looked looks out onto the um the car park area. And they'd all sort of mm-hmm. congregated. They must have gone up and down the street and like chapped on all the doors and stuff and then they'd all congregated at the street and I banged on the window and dropped my trousers down and mooned them all. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, <sighs> halfway through that I remembered that you've told me. Yeah. I hope you realise you and your arse are going to hell. Yeah, they I I was kind of expecting that. Actually, but, the ones that come to your door are the ones who annoy me the most because they they pretend to be insulted when you say you're not interested. One time, I had an old lady and her granddaughter come to the door, and she was especially irritating when I said not interested because <laughs> she was. I think she actually started to say as I slammed the door in her face, "Oh, you're not interested in saving yourself," or something like that. <laughs> like as I say, I only heard half of it when the door slammed. <laughs> in between the <sighs> screams, as her hand was caught between them. <laughs> We have this woman that comes around every once in a while trying to sell plants for like a local scout group and stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, that's that's fair enough. You know, they're they're selling something for something. You know, it's not like they're yeah. just coming around to annoy you. They are trying to like sell plants and stuff and mm. all that. And it might be for charity, or now, sometimes not. That's all well and fine, but these are these aren't like you know like a, a little plant in a pot that you could put in your bathroom or anything like that. They're big mm. outside plants, right? I live in a flat. I don't have a garden. In fact, the only bit out the front of the house is the street. There is no garden at all. There's like a little bit that's got pebbles and stuff. There's no way for me to put any plants. And they seem to, to think that they can keep coming here and trying to sell plants to me. I've got nowhere to put them. Why the fuck would I want a plant? I don't have a garden. I would love someone trying this podcast for the first time to be skipping to a round about this bit. <laughs> and thinking, why, why was this in the gaming category? <laughs> They're talking about plants. He's talking about, <laughs> talking about plants and Mormons. If you've just joined us, this is Gardener's World, the alternative gaming podcast you know they only make programs like gardening world to try and convince old people to kill themselves 
because they, they just look at is that this another one of these like it's not quite a think, fact because you've just sort of made it up and we're not well it's, it's my personal belief that <laughs> the 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 only reason the daytime programs are so bad is because they're trying to encourage old folk to just just do themselves in. We we need your house. Can you just kind of you know you're almost there anyway. <laughs> Maybe they're in league with the people trying to tell them their their faith. You know, it's like you know you can hop along a bit and it's all lovely up there with with God and the angels and mm-hmm. we'll take your house. Dominoes. Dominoes? You start a religion worshipping dominoes. Yeah. But then <laughs> they'd probably just sue us. <laughs> when you, when you get your... Um, circle back to the suing thing. <laughs> when, you, when you go back... <laughs> when, when you get your census through the door, and instead of putting Jedi, <laughs> you put Pizza Lover, as they sort of put your name on the um, the letters that they send out with the, the, the free tokens and stuff. Dear Pizza Lover. Yeah, let's do that. Domino Overlord. <laughs> <laughs> So, I think we should probably move on with the so. Yeah, so because there's no other way to link this now. But well, last podcast in the E3 podcast, we did briefly talk about whether you play games through as the goody or a baddie, and you say it's so much easier to be a baddie. It is easier to be the bad guy. Yeah, and I asked what alignment you were, linking back to the old Dungeons and Dragons days. Yeah, and you did not know. I was I was never sort of a Dungeons no. and Dragonsy sort of person. I mean, I did play Neverwinter Nights. Neverwinter, yeah. I can't really remember very much about it to be perfectly well, honest. On that subject, I did say I would try and find an alignment test, and although the internet is full of crappy ones made by folk, which has really obvious options, I found the official Wizards of the Coast one. Ah. And it's it says before you begin, keep in mind these caveats, and it lists some of them, and one of them is. Note that some questions are interested in correlations to behaviour, not the behaviour itself. For example, lawful people tend to work at secure jobs. This doesn't mean that working a steady job makes you lawful. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Right. So, okay. I'm glad somebody did. Okay, so I have this. Are you ready to get started and see how evil you are? Yeah. <laughs> just how <laughs> evil am I? <laughs> the end of this is just going to say you're the devil. <laughs> seek a <laughs> seek a priest. Quick, hide the tail. <laughs> hide the tail. The tail? Horns? The devil has a tail as well. Yeah, but the horns are the iconic... Uh, never mind, never mind. I think so it would be easier to spot a great big tail hanging between your legs and a couple of horns that you could put a hat over. Could, yeah, but you could just say the tail was stapled on. <laughs> <laughs> we're, getting, we're digressing. Are you ready for this I test? I love digressing. You, you yes, I'm ready for the totally, test. Totally super serial. The first section is called Relationship to Family. And the first question is family elders are expressing disapproval of you to the rest of the family. Do you accept the criticism and change your ways, seek a compromise, besmirch the reputation of the elders as you ignore their scorn, or silence the elders in any way you can, in brackets, murder? I added that, but I know that's what you would mean if you picked that option. I mean, do you want a genuine answer here? I mean, obviously I'm not going to... I want the genuine option. If you were given that option in a game, what would you pick? Oh, in a game, right, okay, that's take completely it, don't different. Don't just pick then. the negative one. I mean, like, I would, in reality, I would probably go with the middle ground there. I mean, I wouldn't be like, oh yeah, sorry, I was so being a dick. And what, do you mean seek a compromise rather than besmirch their reputation? Yeah, in reality, but in a game, of course oh, I would go the other direction. I would <laughs> totally... I'd be like, smash, ped, hammer, yep, that's me. <laughs> You turned into a robot there. I hope that didn't happen on your end. No? No? Good, okay, right. So you're I said smash head hammer. Yeah, and I did yeah, a sort of robotic arm motion at the same time, too. 
Well, it's good that doing that robotic arm movement with your arm actually makes it happen to your voice as well. It's impressive. <laughs> right, so we'll go with seek a compromise anyway. Right, okay. Would you give up a promising career to aid a f- the f- yeah, your family in a time of need? In a heartbeat, yes, with reluctance. Only if I was certain I'd be able to return to my career, or no. <laughs> oh, no. There isn't even no. any punctuation, it's just no. It's just no. <laughs> <laughs> um, the second to last one, I think. The, if, if Only I, if you knew you could go back yeah. to your career. Would you betray a family member to advance your own career? Yes, without a twinge of guilt. Yes, if I could do it secretly. You'd resist the temptation or you'd find the idea totally abhorrent. I think if I could do it secretly, I probably would. I knew you would pick that one, and I know you're not just saying that. You (laughs) definitely would do that one for sure. (laughs) Do you respect the leaders of your family? Their words guide my actions. They're they're role models to me. They're often out of touch with my life. They're out of touch with reality. (laughs) (laughs) They're out of touch with reality. (laughs) As most parents are. There we go. If your family had arranged your marriage to someone loathsome, would you go through with it, proud to serve your family, agree hiding your reluctance, subtly work against the union, or just flee? (laughs) (laughs) Subtly work against the union? What's that like? Pretend you're gay or something? The union of you and your, yeah, Pablo. (laughs) 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 Uh, Between you and Pablo. That's who your family wants you to go with. Esteban. Esteban Pablo Montoya. <laughs> I don't want to marry Esteban. <laughs> I'm going to okay, run. Okay, so would you flee? I think yeah. <laughs> okay. Because then you wouldn't have to, like, <clears throat> pretend. True, yeah. And you'd get away from them. There's no option there to, like, smash Esteban over the head with a hammer either, <laughs> is there? <laughs> Uh, well, the subtly work against the union doesn't really count massive head trauma, so no. probably not. I think if I was making one of these tests, the 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 last option would always be <laughs> to, to smash whoever the, the the person causing the issue is over Turn the head with a hammer. Murder, death, kill. Yeah, the, yeah, that's that's a good one. Option D: murder, death, kill. You're estranged. You, oh, sorry. You are estranged from a family member. On his deathbed, he seeks reconciliation. Do you speak to him but hold your ground, refuse to speak to him, discuss your estrangement openly without rancor, or actively seek reconciliation and heed his dying words? Hmm. There is no murder-death-kill option here. No murder-death-kill. Th- <laughs> there's no like negative option, really. But like the, the oh, default, well, yeah, is, the sorry, default of that of that scenario is murder-death-kill because you don't he's, need to do anything. Anyway. They are going yeah. to die. <laughs> If there was a psychopath option, it would just be murder him. <laughs> He's on his deathbed, do you? <laughs> D, murder, death, kill. Um, oh, dear. I think option B there. B, refuse to speak to him. No. That was the second one. Which one? Would, which uh, sorry, one? it was speak to him, refuse, discuss in an open manner without rancor, or try and actively seek the reconciliation. The second to last one there. Right, okay. So now we're on to a new category. It's relationship to friends. This would be great. (laughs) (coughs) A powerful but corrupt judge offers you wealth if you testify against your friends. Should I just skip this to yes, money, money, money? (laughs) (laughs) It depends on how much money. Uh, We covered this before. There's a limit, but (laughs) the the bar is quite low. (laughs) Oh yeah, we had had no requests. No one wanted to pay you something. No, it's good. I didn't have so to the, do the anything. So the options are condemn your friend and take the money. Take the money and testify, but try to keep your testimony ineffective. 
refuse the offer uh, or testify on your friend's behalf no matter the consequences testify but and take the money but make it so that it's ineffective right okay best of both worlds mm-hmm. <laughs> do you become close to friends or hold most people at a safe distance with a stick presumably I have an abundance of close friends I have some close friends I have a few I try to keep a distance the second one keeping the distance close with a stick oh I don't know the distance with a stick okay yeah the stick is important is it yeah does it have a sharp end no Oh. One end's got shit on it. <laughs> the shitty stick. The shitty Sounds stick. Like the kind of weapon you'd find in a disc again. Anyway, okay. Have you ever betrayed a friend? I've <laughs> I've done so more than once. Sometimes I get away with it. <laughs> I've done so once. I've been tempted to do so, but never actually done it. And I'd never contemplate such a thing. Let's yeah. Cross that answer out there. The last one, because you're sure as hell not picking that. <laughs> How do you know that? <laughs> <laughs> because I know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, I, it's the first answer, isn't it? it yeah. So more than once, and you sometimes get away with it, sometimes yeah. don't. How do you view lifelong commitment to a single romantic partner? I hope Vicky can hear this. No, she can't. I've got a headset oh, on. Oh dear. Okay. <laughs> I'm wait. I'm waiting to find such a romance. Such a romance would be ideal if it's achievable. I worry I'd miss out on what others have to offer. Tie yourself to one person. Huge mistake. <laughs> <laughs> There's, there's not really an pick option, option in there D. for you pick know, option D it'll be a nice surprise when she listens to it a few it, months down the line oh, there's not really an option there that's <laughs> like states like what currently is though is there no it well keeping in mind this is a game for geeks it already assumes you're with no one ah right so, okay um, what's the the nearest to that real situation then because I think I probably uh, would put that down I would say waiting to find such a romance then yeah, no, wait, no, no, the second one. Romance would be ideal if it's achievable. There yeah, you go. go for that. I'm normally quite... When it's yeah. something that's real like that, I would probably normally go with the real sort of answer. It's got nothing to do with the fact that certain people can listen <laughs> back. <laughs> <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Do you insist on repayment when lending money to friends? Well, you're Scottish, so we both know the answer to this. Yes, and I write up a contract so there's no misunderstanding. <laughs> wow. Yes, but I try to be flexible about the exact terms. Okay, you don't have the money, I'll take your liver. No, although it's sure nice to be repaid. No, they just owe me a favour. Mm, no, I don't go with the favour thing. If someone takes money off me, then, then I get it back. But mm-hmm. I wouldn't say that I, you know, I write up a... So no no contract no stature limitations etc. No we've we've gone through that fairly recently with um, well I oh, bought this PC off of you didn't I? Oh, so yes you did yeah. Well I didn't buy it as soon as like the goods were exchanged or anything, but we didn't. No I said you could have it for a while to make sure it was all fine etc. To make sure I could fix it. Let's just clarify yes, that let, to make sure that I could on. fix let's, it. <laughs> right so let's just do yes but on flexible terms. Yeah. <laughs> Are you, oh, well this is this is an obvious one. Are you still in touch with childhood friends? Yeah. Yes, we correspond regularly. I won't even bother reading out the options because any other would be a lie. Right, this is depends a- on how far back you count childhood. Oh. I mean, I don't speak with anybody that like I grew up with down south. Oh well, okay. So it will, it's yes, correspond regularly. Yes, we try to keep in touch. No, you move around too much, or no, you don't have any anything in common. We'll go. We'll go with the yes because technically. Okay, yeah. And I, I just switched my mic off again there to cover up another burp for the record. Cool. So the next section, it's a new section, halfway through now, 
relationship to community? <laughs> do, do they realise what kind of community we live in? Mine's isn't as bad as yours. I, I live in the nice part of town, thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, but it's a just different to town. Through the slummy it's, a, bits. it's a different town from where I live. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Do you donate time and money to improve your local community? No. <laughs> Couldn't finish that with a straight face. <laughs> I'll just I'll just read out the no options. No, I don't have enough time or money. No, my local local community would be a waste of time and money. <laughs> it's that option, isn't it? Oh it's yeah, definitely. One. Yeah. Even if I had the time and money, I would probably yeah. spend it on blackjack and hookers. hookers. Mm-hmm. Your community is threatened with invasion. Who would invade here? Polish people. Pol- okay. Your community is, is threatened by Polish people. Do you help defend it to your last breath, man the barracks with the rest of the community, flee as soon as things look grim, or cut a deal with the Polish and act as a spy? Yeah, cut you a deal. You turncoat whore. My, my, my um, sister's boyfriend is Polish, so I'd, yeah, I'd cut a deal. You'd cut a deal? Yeah. Okay. If you were injured and required immediate assistin- assistance, rather, would members of your home community agree to help? Yes, because they know I'd do the same for them. Yes, because generally I'm well-liked. Probably not, because I'm distrusted by the powers that be. Definitely not. I've made some enemies here. <laughs> I, I wouldn't say anything like genuinely falls into my category, but in the, the gaming mm-hmm. sense it would probably be the latter. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, generally a lot of people get off. shot and punched and killed in, in the games that Exploded. I play. Bloody messed. People, people generally dislike me when I cut about yeah. in, in those sorts of games. So, um, yeah. Do you respect the laws and authority in the community? Yes, without question. Yes, they're generally the best way to govern. When it suits me, and I don't pay attention to the authorities, they've got no hold on me, governor. <laughs> when it suits me. When it suits you. Yes. I don't generally break the law very often. <laughs> the fact you've just admitted that you do sometimes <laughs> and that it's on record <sighs> you have to catch oh, mind me. you I just admitted to being a serial killer error, didn't I yep Earlier. you did I- edit that bit out nah we'll keep that okay. in do members of your community shun avoid or mock you yes their small minds can't handle anyone outside the norm some do because I don't fit in no generally I'm seen as normal no I set the standard for what is normal <laughs> <laughs> that last option is weird. It is, isn't it? Um, I think the second option there. Okay, so some do, but you don't always fan. Yeah. Because you're a bit weird. It's a bit weird. You turned ding into a robot again. I, I, ding I, ding. I was doing I'm a sure voice. I'm sure I said turn ding ding there. I was doing voices. No, you were doing your robot hand, and that's what makes it happen. Oh, mm. bad robot hand. Would you stand for office or seek to represent the interests of the community in some public manner? To do so would be an honour. Of course, it's everyone's duty. Only if no one else wanted to. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> there is actually more to the last option, but I prefer just going no, because that's no. essentially what it is. No. So you don't want to be responsible. No. Okay. I'm not responsible. <laughs> next category is a bit weird. It's relationship to king and country. Okay. We don't have a king. Yeah. Well, we will soon. I mean, she's 90-odd. She's going to live her. forever. <laughs> Until Prince Charles dies, and then he, then she'll die. Just to stop him being king. <laughs> Just to spite him. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's our mentality. You marry the commoner. <laughs> anyway, your country is racked with famine. Oh, I think this is if you were king. Oh, right, I okay. I think that's what they're doing. So this is very fable. 
this yeah. kind of stuff then. So your country is racked with famine. Would you share the food you had, eat as little as possible yourself, steal steal what food you need to survive, or just steal all of it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and then sell it back to the community at a high price. Sorry, there was a second bit. To that. Oh, definitely the last, the last one. one, especially when it comes to gaming. <laughs> steal it all. Uh, uh, that's one of the best things possible. If you can steal stuff from folk and then sell it on to other traders, I used or like I mean, in Morris uh, in Morrison's Morrowind. Morrowind, Jesus! That, <laughs> why did I say Morrison? I don't even like Morrison. In, yes, in Morrowind, I I love mm. doing that. Steal everything from a house and then sell it on to somebody because you, you could just, especially like the the opening sort of um, what what's it called? That sort of dock, I suppose. Um, oh, the, the shipping town. Yeah, the shipping town. But you start mm. still everything, all the bowls, the cutlery, bits <laughs> of paper, just shit to get you, some money together so you can buy some gear. Shit that you I, really I mean, don't need, and that like you're stealing just for the sheer hell of it, really. Yeah, because uh, so, like in Oblivion as well, some of the stuff doesn't even have a price on it. Exactly, but you anyway, steal it anyway. We're digressing here. We're almost finished, so let's do this. Ooh. If why did you go ooh? Because we're nearly finished. Ooh. 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 We're in a Scooby Doo cartoon. Yep. You're right. If you offered enough money... <laughs> 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 yeah, let's just go on as if that never happened. <laughs> that didn't happen. That did not happen. If offered enough money, would you slip poison into your king's drink? Oh, so you're back to not being king now. So, yes, I've done similar things before. <laughs> How many kings have you murdered? Yes, I thought I could get away. With, yeah, if I thought I could get away with it, no. Although I've asked some of money. Oh, okay, I'm picking that option. <laughs> the option is no. Although I've asked some of money would tempt me. So yes, obviously, <laughs> given what we've spoken about, we've already proven that to be the case. A plague is sweeping across your country. Let's call them the Polish. Would you undertake a dangerous mission to find a cure? Heal the sick as best you can. Avoid contact with the sick. <laughs> Flee the country. <laughs> Avoid contact with the sick. <laughs> Preferably with a hammer <laughs> and a pointy stick. Oh, I know the next one, okay. Do you respect the lawful authority of the rulers of the land? Yes, long live the queen. Oh, so we, are, we have got a queen then, all of a sudden. Okay, fine. <laughs> yes, long live the queen. Yes, our rulers are generally fair and just. Bullshit. <laughs> it doesn't say that. No, a ruler is no better than anyone else. No, rulers are invariably corrupted by power. I'd say it'd be 50-50 between those last two. Yeah, I'm somewhere between the two as well. Do you see them as no better than everyone else, or do you think they're easily corrupted? I'd say they're easily corrupted. Technically, they're both the same, because anyone could be corrupted. Yeah, it just, it's it's crap when somebody else is, and it's not you. Yeah. <laughs> I don't if have a problem offered, with me being corrupt. Oh God, this is another one about money. If you were offered a reasonably lucrative deal, would you spy for a hostile foreign power? That's kind of this is the Polish thing again. <laughs> so, yes, ah, but there's two options for yes. Ah, would it be yes because my nation could stand to be knocked down a peg, <laughs> or yes because my nation's secrets mean little to me? The second so those are the one. two yes answers. Okay. Yeah, I don't care about the no answers. We know it's going to be yes. Mm. Do you rely on the government to enforce contracts and, pro- and property rights? <laughs> that's that's quite apt. Yes, because maintaining the the rule of law is more important than any individual dispute. Yes, because the courts are best equipped to handle such disputes. Bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to slip that in when I see crap like that. (laughs) 
Are you kidding? Oh, sorry, there is a bullshit option. Are you kidding me? The government can't even pave roads. How <laughs> that one, that? that one, that, that is one. bloody app. Oh, oh, I'll read the last one anyway. Absolutely not. If I can defend myself, I don't... Oh, if I can't deserve, defend myself, I don't deserve to have it. What does that mean? That doesn't have anything to do with the question. Yeah, oh, it's right, talking well, about land ownership and stuff like that. Oh, right, so if you can't defend your own land, then you don't deserve to have it. Right, okay, I get it. Oh, this is going to be an interesting one. This section is called Thoughts on Crime and Punishment. Hooray! If imprisoned, would you injure or kill others to escape? Yes. Serves them right for not locking me up. Yes. They knew the risks when they took the job. No, except for minor wounds. No, those guards are just doing their jobs. So the murder-death-kill option would be serves them right. (laughs) Yeah, serves them right. You know, even though I do kind of play lawful, I would pick that option as well. Yeah, because in any in any game where you do get locked up, the first which thing could, that goes through your head example, is, "I want to get out of here." Yeah, you don't want to in be. Witcher you two, you spend time in prison, and the story actually kind of changed a bit, actually, because I didn't realize it really wanted you to go the no death route, and I just murdered everyone, <laughs> <laughs> which isn't usually what I do. It's just I I wanted out of there. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Do you accept a noble's right to treat badly the serfs who work on his land? In fact, wait, wait a second. Just All going right. back to that last question there. Mm-hmm. In mm-hmm. Oblivion, you start out in a prison. Oh yeah, in the prison. Mm-hmm. When I first picked that game up, I was thinking, right, how do I get out of here? And then the people come into that prison cell. I can't. Yeah. I'm not really spoiling anything because it's the, literally the it's, first it's two the minutes first, of the game. Yeah. I was thinking, right. There's got to be something in here that I can stab this bloke with. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was, he's just I was, the king. He's just the king. He's played by Patrick Stewart. With, within now. two seconds of Patrick Stewart walking into that cell, I was thinking of how I could stick a fork in the back <laughs> of his head just to get out of that prison in some some shape or form. So yeah, so definitely go with that. You have no scruples. No. So all right, so we got to the question about nobles' right to treat the serfs on his land. Yes, they're lucky they're not slaves. Yes, because sometimes only fear will motivate them. No, nobles should rule kindly. And no, because no one has any right, in inverted commas, to treat another person badly, period. Period also not followed by a period. It, it uh, just yeah, says period. Never. Yeah, it just says period. Bah! <laughs> uh, the second one, I think that... Um, sometimes fear motivates. Yes, I think That's it true, does. it does, I suppose. You have accidentally, I'll add inverted commas here, committed a crime. <laughs> Do you confess confess and attempt to make restitution to the victim? Confess, throwing yourself on the mercy of the courts? Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Hide your involvement, lying if you have to. Yes, that one. Oh, no, no, wait, you haven't heard the last one. Try to pin the crime on someone else. Oh, yeah, that's oh. even more fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we're going. This next question assumes this went one step more. If guilty, would you confess to a crime? Yes, because it's your duty. Yes, because it might get you a lighter sentence. No, because I'd make the magistrates try and prove my guilt. Or no, I'd try to prove inverted comments, comments, commas, my innocence. So in other words, you'd lie, cheat, fake evidence to get off. Yeah, easily. That one. If yeah. I if I had the option to do so, I would. <laughs> If the option to murder everyone isn't there, <laughs> you'd go, you'd go that route. Murder to kill everyone. Just everyone, everyone. Okay, so we're nearing. This is the last two questions of this section, and then there's one more to go. Okay. Would you expl- express a revolutionary political opinion if threatened with punishment? 
yes, I'd rather be punished than remain silent. Up the revolution. Who <laughs> <Actually laughs> says that? Viva la revolution. Yes, somebody's got to speak the truth. No, although I might privately express my opinions to friends, so that's for the closet Nazis out there. <laughs> no, politics aren't worth getting worked up about. Um. Hmm. Oh, I just went Godwin's Law there, didn't I? Damn it. Anyway, Rex, so which one would you pick? I think the second one, I think. So, somebody's going to speak the truth. Oh no, the first one then, if you want, the Viva. While travelling, you witness an assault. You are ordered to testify, which will delay your travel significantly. Do you slip out of town to avoid testifying, deny you saw anything, remain reluctantly, uh, or remain until the trial's conclusion in case further testimony is needed? Deny. Deny that sort of thing. <laughs> I didn't see nothing, governor. <laughs> okay, so we're on the last section, and it's thoughts on business and economy, which is, again, pretty relevant, actually. What is the best use of wealth? And I just warn you now, blackjack and hookers is not one of the options. Aww. To help the destitute and the less fortunate, provide the needs of your family and friends, stay on... What is this? To stay on top of the heap yourself. Yeah. To not only stay on top, but keep others from climbing up to your level. <laughs> it's easy, it's easier to do that. It's that's easier the to vindictive knock one. Yeah, it's, it's much easier to knock everybody else down a couple of pegs. <laughs> Ah, this one might relate to Assassin's Creed a bit. The first one. When confronted by beggars, do you give generously, give moderately, give only what I wouldn't miss, or ignore them and walk by? There's no option to grab them and throw them off of a building, is there? I usually assassinate them, to be honest, because although you do lose some health, it regenerates. Um, in the first one? Yeah, in the first one, you could murder about three people without desyncing, if you had the full bar, uh-huh. I think. I can't remember isn't that, that. Isn't that but... disturbing that I know how many innocents I can get away with murdering <laughs> without it giving me a game over? Uh, yes, that's quite a... Uh... So would you give moderately or give generously? I mean, I know it's obviously one of those two. I don't I don't give anything to beggars. I know. So you would ignore them as you walk by. Um, uh, th- there has been one occasion where um, there was a guy that used to, to sell the big issue at the, mm. the local sort of supermarket. And um, I gave him a cigarette once. <laughs> so I aided him in killing himself once. <laughs> that's that's as far as it's well, gone. Well, you're doing nothing that the government isn't doing to the old folks, so, you know, it all balances out. On that subject, I like, no, still no, haven't had on, a cigarette. No. Oh, you haven't? Good. Nope. Well, let's quickly move on. Four questions. We've got to get through this. By using magic, you could fool village merchants into thinking your copper pieces were made of gold. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll buy as much as I can. Yes, but I'll only cheat the rich ones. No, it's too risky, or no, these merchants have families to feed. I'll buy as much as I can. (laughs) I knew it. You have two job offers. One pays more, but the other is more secure and steady. Do you definitely pick the lucrative job? Steady work sounds drudgery. Probably the lucrative job, although you'd look into the secure job. The secure job, um, unless the other job was outrageously lucrative... Are definitely the secure job because I plan for the long term. I think I so would the lucrative short. one, but I'd look into the secure one. Right, so lucrative, I'll look into the secure. Second last question: What's the best path to wealth? Murder. <laughs> if that's an option, I'm taking it. <laughs> it's a matter of luck and being in the right place at the right time. Staying flexible so you can take advantage of opportunities. Following a long-term plan or hard work and perseverance. 
staying flexible and making advantage of opportunities. I agree. If you accepted a job or contract, would you try to finish the task even if it got much more dangerous? Yes, my word is my bond. Yes, because it's good to have a reputation of dependability. You can bet I'd be renegotiating. <laughs> if it's no longer a good deal, then the deal is off. Hmm. So, like, let's say you're an assassin. You've been given a contract. And suddenly, you suddenly realise it's a hell of a lot more dangerous than what you thought it was. What do you do? Tell him fuck it. Fuck it. Okay. Yeah. Fuck it option. Option right, so that's the last G. question. I'm ready to press submit. Oh. So before I do, what kind of alignment do you think you're going to get? I don't think it's going to be like total evil bastard. It's probably there's going to be some sort of s- sneaky bastard. I'm going to I'm going to say maybe chaotic neutral. Let's find it. Pressing submit. This is when the page doesn't load. <laughs> <laughs> you are. It's like one of those reality TV programs. Yeah, after the advert break. Ed in five minutes of silence. <laughs> Your alignment is chaotic evil. Chaotic evil. A, cha- is that as a far chaotic evil the- character. Yeah, that's the evilest you can be, I think. A chaotic evil character does whatever his greed, hatred, and lust for destruction drives him to do. He is hot tempter, tempered, vicious, arbitrarily violent, and unpredictable. <laughs> if simply out of whatever he can get, he is ruthless and brutal. He is committed to spread evil and chaos. And he is worse than that. Thankfully, his plans are haphazard, and any groups he joins and forms are poorly organised. Typically, chaotic evil people can only be made to work together by force, and their leader lasts only as long as he can throughout attempts to topple or assassinate him. <laughs> the demented sorcerer pursuing mad schemes of vengeance and havoc is chaotic evil. Chaotic evil is sometimes called dynamic because demons are the epitome of chaotic evil. Chaotic evil is the most dangerous alignment because it represents the destruction not only of beauty and life, but of the order on which beauty and life depend. There you go. And that's an excerpt from the Player's Handbook. How lovely. Yeah. I think I was kind of expecting something along those lines of, you know, being evil. (laughs) (laughs) Quite evil. It would have been great if on the alignment page it then just had a picture of that leaf. Seek redemption. <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's more of a fun factor. I think it's very easy for you to, to go about your daily business and be like a nice, kind, you know, person and generous and all that sort of stuff. And then you play a game, and you get the option to murder, death, kill, steal. You know, do as many of the bad things as you possibly can, just for the reaction that you know you wouldn't get in real but, life yeah, you exactly, wouldn't be able yeah. to, to get those reactions unless you actually went around punching people in the face which but obviously the, wouldn't serve very well no I, so, usually, I usually get chaotic lawful which is you follow your own your own laws I think that's the right one it might be chaotic neutral I can't remember now whichever one it is that you follow your own rules but you kind of also be society so you sort of dip in and out a bit yeah because like there's some decisions in games that the game sees as good that uh, that aren't and vice versa there's some that games think are negative but I would argue aren't I imagine that sort of scenario would be something like the you know you could save a thousand people if you kill one and it's like you're you're doing you you are killing somebody which is like maybe that's not like the only two options you have I mean you could like let everybody die or you could like kill the one person or you could find a cure for that one person or that sort of stuff um, th- th- those 
I love blech, I'm losing my voice we've been speaking for so long or <laughs> I've been speaking for so long I love moral choices like that the ones that really make you think even you know like the, the classic would you go back and kill Hitler when he was a baby but ones that like the examples you were given there I think I like, that that I like hearing people's answers and also their reasons for the answers because it gives you an insight into what they're kind of person they are I see uh, that that particular question is quite a good one because I think somebody's asked me that once before or I've heard it somewhere before and I've sat and, and did you say where's the shotgun it. no well see the first thing that you think of is well you know he was an evil son of a bitch so mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I would go back and kill him but then you think well what what impact would that have on everything yeah, else? Yeah, what would happen if if that if he never did those horrible things? Because chances are someone else would have. And it's not just that, but like even something as cold as like technological advances that were brought about because of the war and things like that, and how people all came together and things like that over the the war and things, mm. and how it's looked upon now as like you know we can't ever do that sort of thing again, so it prevents it from happening. Well, you say it prevents it, kind of. Sort of. Now sort we just of. go around killing people yeah. before they get a chance to start that, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Political satire. See, uh, I recently looked into um, a little article about the the new Rainbow Six game, and mm-hmm. I know that like you know we've played a few of these in the past, and you've sort of fallen out with them a little bit. I yeah, because Vegas Two was shit. I didn't think it was. Sorry, that's my professional bad. opinion as a writer. Incidentally, <sighs> what was that? What was the one that we played on the PC? SWAT, SWAT 3 or no, SWAT no, 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 not that one. The oh, uh, Ravenshield. Ravenshield, that was quite good. I quite enjoyed that. Was that was good. The terrorist hunt mode of that on the land was great. So, the, they're talking about in the new one of this about having moral decisions and stuff, which for a shooty game is a bit, you know, different. That's not mm. really something that I've seen happen a lot. I briefly looked at the example, but since I'm losing my voice, you can describe the example that was given in, in that article. So... In in that particular article, they were saying that essentially like, this guy gets turned into a walking time bomb, and you, you actually play as that happening. Instantly. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you where have to you hold down a button to stop yourself exploding. Exactly, you're basically holding down the left mouse button to prevent the the press the left trigger to not die. <laughs> <laughs> um, and later later on, you know, you can um. You can come across that particular individual while you're playing as as you know one of the the rainbow mm. people. Yeah. So you um, know basically that they're not doing it by choice; they're no. being forced. But so it's like, would you kill one person to save? Exactly. You can you can just throw them off the bridge to save. I think it's a busload of like a hundred people that are nearby, all that sort of things. And this is all. This isn't like you know done in the the Mass Effect. You know, you've got that radial menu at the bottom where you've got like obvious optional things that will link you to doing things in a good way or a bad way it's more sort of like real sort of on the spot decisions that you would have to make that will impact how the story pans out and they've said that it will you know actually impact the story in a, in a real way a lot of people say that though and really the reality isn't quite uh, yeah I, I mean, I'd love to say I mean, that I, they I say genu- it <laughs> I genuinely hope it is but, but they've, they've said that like even even going around shooting terrorists you can just incapacitate people much like you know you're talking about SWAT 3 there where you could you know mm. pepper spray people and then uh, tag them know, or taser SWAT them. 3 is a very interesting one because you know that had that level where where the only level has one enemy in it and it's a house on Halloween and you're going there to arrest him because some women have been gone missing and you find him in the basement with a dead woman and a woman who he's about to kill 
every time I play that stage and I actually pissed off CR because I kept doing it I refused to let him get arrested I killed him every single time <laughs> because that's how that's my sense of justice he killed a couple of women he was going to do it to another one so he deserves to die I don't actually ever remember playing that sort of co-op I oh we did was... quite a few of us did it was good. It's good fun. As, <laughs> as I think long as we don't played have it like multiplayer, arguments. did we not? I think that's the only mode I that I've played. It kind of works like that. You do. You go through the stages. I don't. I don't remember whether or not. Anyway, it was so or after wasn't. that stage, in the next one, we we just went on a killing spree against each other, <laughs> <laughs> tasering each other and shooting each other. And after that, we never played it again. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I refused uh. to arrest him. My moral judgment is that he needs to die. <laughs> Instead of going to prison, exactly, because they might get off. So yeah, it, it might that that incentive. I mean, the, the thing about um, giving you the the opportunity to to take someone down without killing them, but because it requires a little bit more skill, maybe you know, to shoot somebody in the kneecaps rather than in, you know somewhere in the chest. Yeah. Chest being a, a much bigger target. Um, that might that sort of added incentive might encourage me to to do that though rather than just go around unless it's really satisfying to just blast people in the face Cause but the you know like real life police forces are taught to always kill they're, they're taught to do kill shots yeah because yeah. I I've, my Australian uncle has a friend who is in the police force over there and I remember asking him once because he trained, they train with guns over there I asked why don't they ever shoot people in the leg or whatever because then the suspect would survive etc mm-hmm. and say no you're taught you have to Yep. If if you get the order to do take a shot, it has to be a shot that will kill them. Yep. Because otherwise they'll shoot back. Yeah. Or do whatever it is that they're going to do. Yeah. In the meantime. Uh, and then another. Uh, we used to talk about games. <laughs> <laughs> we did. Once upon I remember a time. seeing this a very interesting program once where it showed the kind of training that our our version of SWAT goes on, and one of them was you know they get put in front of a virtual reality screen and they have uh, a fake I don't know a wee gun. Who cares? <laughs> and they see a film player, and it's to measure I could, point wait, which I can just see them standing there, like in their full costume, with a Wii <laughs> controller, swinging it about, like playing the the tennis games and stuff. <laughs> but the point of it is, a movie then plays out, like say it's a domestic or whatever, and it's to measure the point at which they pull the trigger. And one uh, of them is uh, this guy comes out with a woman by his side, and he's holding a shotgun, and he fires the shotgun twice into the air, and then takes aim at well the person who's going through this. And the person I watched fired, but if he had been paying attention to the situation, it was a double-barreled shotgun, and he fired twice, so there was no bullets in it. Uh, ah, so <laughs> he was in absolutely no danger. That's. I found that very interesting. That's very clever. Yeah. So I, I think that's one of those tests where it's designed to make the person fail because then they learn a lesson afterwards. Yeah, yeah, you won't forget that. Mm, exactly, because they would have just killed someone who wouldn't have done anything to them. They still might have deserved it, of course, but, you know. See how we just did this alignment test. The other night I was watching this um, um, Embarrassing Bodies program about <laughs> fat people and stuff, right? I love to see how you segue this. Carry on. <laughs> and at the end it talks about how you can do like a, a me- metabolic rate test and all that sort of stuff on their site. Mm-hmm. So we thought for a laugh we'd go onto the, the site and have a, a wee mooch around. And Amongst other things, there was a, <laughs> a couple of tests that I did set. This was just last night. Mm-hmm. One was for ADHD, <laughs> and the other one was for autism. <laughs> have a have a guess, like roughly within a sort of mild, moderate 
um, heavy sort of scale for both that I sort of wound myself on that. <laughs> I can't remember I'm the exact same. results, but I remember where they result in, like, you know, do you think that uh, I've categorized in the sort of normal range I would for say, both? No, or I would say mildly high in both. ADHD. Hmm? I would say high for that. Autism, I don't think so. Well, it's funny that you should say that because the, the ADHD one um, mm. ranked as moderate. Oh. Um, and the autism one, again, was within the normal range. There was like it, it points out that there are some of the answers that I must have picked sort of spike certain things, mm. <laughs> but um, in a lot of situations it's you know sort of manageable basically. There wasn't one for OCD, was there? No, there wasn't. Ah, because next time we could have taken that, or you could have tested me on that. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing else to talk about in two weeks' time. <laughs> I think we both know the answer to that. Yeah, well. Yeah, nothing that will last a whole podcast. So also, if you have any suggestions for something for us to talk about, send it in. That's why we ask for questions and comments. I think Not it's to just get off and having folk contact us just because we need stuff to talk about. There's a, a lull in, in gaming after E3. There's just such that rush for every bit of gaming news and stuff to come out. And we're and in that bit just a, in the summer where there is no games, basically. And if it was a disappointing E3, then that's even worse. Yeah, because there's you nothing can't just to continue being particularly excited about. I mean, everything that was announced there, we already knew about the good stuff anyway. You know, we knew we were already waiting on Skyrim. We were already waiting on mm. um, Dark Souls. We were already waiting on, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, Modern Warfare and so on. However, it was about the fifth burp that I've silenced this podcast. You're getting good at that. Yeah. So back on to cola. It just makes you burp. Actually, back on to talking about gaming. It's been announced that Team Fortress Two is now free. Forever. Yes, because Valve has all the money in the world. I mean, they do literally. Their bank account just says all. It's <laughs> <laughs> because of hats. That's the best balance to have. See that we're. I think we're on different opinions on this but the the thing is I've played Team Fortress 2 and I've played it quite a lot and I've played the first one a lot as well which is why I specifically wanted the orange box on release date Mm -hmm. and I haven't played it in a while I have sort of dropped in and out because funny uh, you should mention that because there's something I was going to suggest that I didn't mention to you prior but you can finish your story first if you want uh, they have sort of gone down this weird sort of route of adding like hats is like Valve's fetish lately. Yeah, they have a weird. They're they're weird. I mean, uh, Gabe Newell must be <laughs> his house must be full of them. It's not just hats, though. I mean, like the last time There's they went back in, you, you can do like stuff, um, like it started off when I first got it that there was like all these base sort of like weapons, right? Mm-hmm. And that was it. You just had everyone had their sort of standard loadout, and that was that. Like the pyro had a flamethrower, he had a shotgun, and he had a fire axe. That was it, right? Yeah. But then what they did was they started bringing out like updates for the game, and that was this sort of coincided with the like meet the pyro, meet the heavy sort of videos and stuff. And they started bringing out like you you'd go through achievements for that class by doing things kind of class specific, like setting somebody on fire while they're in midair, that sort of stuff. You unlock a certain number of achievements, and then it allows an unlock of a particular weapon. Like for the pyro, you got um, you could swap your shotgun for. Would the pyro be the one you played the most? I Is did play. The, I I did play the pyro quite a lot. Um, mm. It's one of those classes that is. You just easy. like to burn things. It's not that. It's it's one of those ones it's that's easy to is. easy to 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 pick up, but difficult to master. To get really quite good with. And I, mm. I sort of quite early on got really quite good with the... the I mean, anybody can play as the, the heavy guy 
um, because you're bound to get a medic come along and heal you. Anyone can play as a soldier and sort of you know jump about and fire rockets and shit. The pyro, yeah, you can get people on fire, but actually making sure that you get the kills can be tricky. Anyway, so you could swap out like your shotgun for uh, it was um, a flare gun of all things. Yeah. Um, so okay. that sort of thing started off, and now now you can sort of find weapons. Uh, it sort of randomly just sort of happens. Yeah, sort of, you don't I kill someone and get it. It just sort of it's like on a sort of timer, and like you randomly every sort of forty minutes or something can find something. I think that's the way it works. I'm not entirely. So you certain, would say that it's probably changed so significantly since the last time you played it that it would be fresh and new to you. No, I wouldn't say that no? that's the case. Well, I would the core say that the game is still the same. The game is probably still... I mean, there's going to be like new maps and there are going to be new weapons and loadouts and stuff. But I mean, you wouldn't be bored if you had to play it, is what I was meaning. Uh, I, see, this is, this is the thing, is that I don't think I would ever be bored with it anyway, because it's one ah. of those games that just has that replay value. I think that's why it's now topped Counter-Strike in the, the games that's played over Steam. Uh-huh. Yeah, it has. Uh, it took a while, obviously. I mean, Team mm. Fortress 2 came out in 2007, I think. Um this is me making up facts again. Yeah, I think it's definitely yeah, it, around it was the, 2007. I think it's 2007, and it's finally top Counter Strike. It was but. 1949, actually. <laughs> 2022. Mm. But yeah, well, it's the, it's something that we we could probably go and go and play. Well, that's yet the, to the play. Reason, I I have the orange box. I have Team Fortress. I do have I think 40 minutes clocked on it, but that was just me creating my own room to try and learn the buttons, and then I got distracted by whatever game was out. So this isn't even a case of so, you picking it up and playing it because it's now free. It's a case of you no, had I, it I've had gathering it for dust. years. Yeah, or I've had it for be... years. I just never got around to trying it. It's... And I thought now, since every get and his uncle will be playing it, since it's free, it would be a good time to play it because even if I'm terrible at it, so will everyone else. Uh, Team Fortress is one of those games that, because of how manic things are going on and how quite the it's game almost really unlike bad. unlike something like Battlefield where it can be quite difficult to understand straight away exactly what your objective is in a you know 64 player match in Team mm-hmm. Fortress where you're playing you know sort of 12 on 12 match it's usually generally quite obvious to see what other people are doing exactly what you need to do on that map the very first time you pick it up I did play the first one as well not that much but I did play it It's so I thought it, as a kind of video project one of us underto- could undertake record my first foray into playing it yeah, why not? Uh, uh, and now would be as good a time as any, since it has just opened itself up to a lot of other people who possibly haven't ever played it. Yeah, it might be quite interesting to do. Why not? Let us know if you're interested in that. Like anyone's really going to come in. <laughs> yeah, I'd really love to see you suck at Team Fortress 2. Please do. <laughs> it's it's one of those games that once you find your niche within it, it's very easy for you to just start progressing. I mean, well, you, you know get... the way I like to play things. What class do you think I would be most at home with? It depends on. I think sniper would probably be sort of down your route, but at the same time, no, maybe no, engineer. I can't go. Ahead. He's Australian. No, mm. engineer. What accent does he have? He's Texan. Oh God, oh. I hate the Australian accent because of the upward inflection, and I hate the Texan accent because it makes them sound stupid. The the voices are brilliant in Team Fortress, but unfortunately, I don't think there's anything that voice-wise that Which you'll like. I mean, the go spy is every French. Accent. Yeah, exactly. I hate Let's the not go through every accent because it will just insult <laughs> pretty much every. <laughs> is there a Scottish one? Yes, the demo man is Scottish. Oh, okay. I'll make. I'll go ahead then. Uh, he's the black first. and has one eye. So he's Samuel Jackson. Yeah. 
It's a really, really bad Scottish. It's one of those oh. so obviously put on Scottish accents. That, oh. yeah. In that case, no, no, he's out. I'll just, I'll go. Let's see. Spy's out because he's French. Spy is quite difficult to to play. Once you get really good with the spy, though, it's very, very nasty. <laughs> Well, I know that the heavy is Russian or something, isn't he? He's yeah, quite, I the heavy is, is probably the easiest class to, to pick up because he's got the most health, he does an awful lot of damage. He's slow, but mm-hmm. the, the point of the heavy is that you know you generally run into the heavy like one-on-one, the other person usually runs away because nine times out of ten, if you're a heavy, any medic on your team will try to, to back you up because mm-hmm. you get sort of assist points. So if I'm healing you while you yeah. kill someone, I'll get an assist point for it. And that puts my score up. What accent does the engineer have? I just said Texan. I thought that was all right. So I mean, the soldier, soldier, soldier is mm-hmm. sort of he's American, but I'm trying to think sort of roughly where. Well, as long as it isn't Texan, that's fine. I might go him then. Fair enough. Well, anyway, if if we decide to do it, that's just throwing that out there as an idea I had the other day for something to do video wise. Why not? Because the playthrough of Darker Than Moon won't take me long. And there's probably very little until uh, Space Marine. <laughs> so Space yeah. Marine. Um, on the on the topic of videos, um, I got a comment on one of, one of my few videos um, from somebody asking. <laughs> he said asking. He, this person commented on the the Sea of Flame video that we put up. Um, I the super hostile sea. The super hostile one. Yeah, the Sea of Flame. Um, he put on there how come everybody thinks that trees can grow if you leave the trunk <laughs> now I'm not quite sure how to take this does he Does he seem to think that because on that particular map we were trying to find a way to grow a tree and we thought that if we took away a piece of glass that the tree would then just grow on its own yes I think that is what we actually we, we didn't say specifically for sure but we said we weren't sure if it happened or not now I can't remember did it happen in the end, no. I think it. I think, Probably, it, di- I think it didn't. I don't, know. I don't think it did. I think we had to remove it and plant like a sapling on the dirt. But yeah. the point is, the reason why everybody thinks that can happen is that, in reality, I think it can happen. <laughs> I, think I don't think that's right. Not not like if you chop down a tree. Tell that to the deforest areas. <laughs> <laughs> not like that. I think that depending on how the tree is is cut, I think you can. Not not to the extent like in this game where you're leaving a stump. But I'm fairly certain that you can, uh, depending on how a tree is damaged, it can regrow itself. I think you don't need a shovel because you're digging yourself quite a big hole by yourself. <laughs> quite frankly. I'm pretty certain that trees can, can grow back to a certain extent. I think, like, just, yeah, because you say take it cuttings fact. from plants and trees. Just say it as fact, it doesn't matter. Yeah, you can take cuttings from plants and trees. Yeah. Yeah. It's not the same as just leaving a stump. Yeah, but it's a it's a cube. How many cube trees have you seen? It's not realistic. It's a fucking game. <laughs> That's why. That's why everybody thinks trees can grow if you there. Trees can grow if you leave the trunk because it's a game. Okay, that's a good excuse. It's wishful thinking. Thank mm. you, Zermox one two three four five six seven eight nine. Did he really put in all nine numbers? He did. Ugh. Somebody else must have had Zermox 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. <laughs> yeah. So if you want to see some of the interesting pictures or links relevant to things we were talking about in the podcast, you can find mm-hmm. them at Um We both have our own YouTube channels. Mine is Blighty Warrior, nice and easy. And yours is... Flick FFXI. Ka-ching! <laughs> 
Don't say ka-ching. People are trying to type that in. People type in <laughs> FFXI ka-ching. <laughs> yes, and as always, you can email us at braingoherty at gmail.com. I will, I will answer an email one day. When we actually get one. We're going to keep bringing it up until we get one. Send yeah. it or else. Send it or else we'll yeah, kill let, you. Let's end on a threat this time. <laughs> we'll do something. You, you better email us or we'll do another half hour, an hour and a half podcast. Yeah, or I'll send jam in the post. Worship dominoes. <laughs>